Simply Abundant Intuitive Hour, The Journey of Attachment, a special series that takes a deep dive into the topic of insecure attachment and why you can't let go. Here's Tracy Crossley. Howdy. How y'all doing? Alrighty, here we are once again, a wonderful podcast. Yes, I'm actually thinking of changing the title of Journey of Attachment every Tuesday to Journey of Attachment to the Journey of Joy. Seriously. Because if I can do it, you can do it. And I am still working on the joy, by the way. So that is the title of today's podcast. So here's the thing. It's really hard to think about what joy is when you feel stuck in your love life, isn't it? I mean, I know it was for me. So it feels like nothing has a shine on it. It feels like things are dull or terrible. That's a word I hear a lot or horrible or I can't stand this. And you might even want to ask yourself, what is the shine? What is the happiness? What is the joy you expect? As in, have you ever experienced joy in your life for any length of time? I know I never did. Really, I didn't. I thought I did. Or, like me, have you been going from one situation to the next in search of something that would make you feel happy? Because it's really shitty to be in an attached situation, right? But of course, if you look at it and think, well, maybe it'll turn happy at some point, right? It's going to turn itself around. Then I might be able to stick this out. And maybe I find joy in my thoughts about that. But that's not really even joy. Because you don't even see the limitation you have for joy. You may feel if you have too much joy, something bad could happen. You expect little bits and wish for the big bits. But even if you get something from the outside to give you joy, it never lasts. Because your your definition of joy is not joy. It's a step into numbness usually. I know that's what it was for me. I just didn't want to feel shit. So a lot of the time I thought I could enjoy, this is funny, I could enjoy life, right? If I wasn't focused on how life was sucking in some capacity, especially when I was in an attached relationship. So it's kind of funny, but your definition of joy, I'm telling you, is probably not joy at all and that it could be about validation like I said it could be about numbness it could be about feeling okay for a moment because there's always something wrong or some unfulfilled expectation and it's going to keep you going in circles because that's what it does so you can move from attachment to joy you can I can't even say the word attachment attachment to joy it's just a process like all of this work is but if you commit to finding joy And knowing joy and being joy, hey, guess what? You can end joy. Isn't that a good play on words? Yeah, I thought so. Okay. (laughs) So what's an example? An example would be, you know, you're sitting around thinking about if your current mate or maybe your ex would finally apologize to you for being shitty. And you think about that and you think, oh, that thought would give you joy. Really? Or maybe it's, Getting a second date with someone you weren't sure would contact you because they disappeared after the first amazing date and that you were, you know, this person, of course, you were like totally over the top attracted to, right? And and so, wow, I heard from them for a second date after a week and a half of not hearing shit. That might be your type of joy. Or perhaps it's the fantasy of a dysfunctional relationship finally working out like I was talking about. Or here's an even better one. 
How about this one? Revenge on your current attachment by finding someone you think is better so you can tell your attachment to go to hell. Or, you know, like you finally, your, your old, whatever, your, your old attachment, you know, they broke up with you, you broke up with them, whatever, and you just daydream about the day that you're with your new whoever who you haven't met yet and you see them in public and you look awesome and they look like shit. Yeah, that might be joy to you. And if all of that is true in any of those examples, then your idea of joy is very limited. Very. Call to action time. Paper and pen. Get them out because you're going to want to. All right. Take the time to be curious about why you're attached and who you're attached to. Recognize what you perceive as joy and ask yourself what it really is in disguise. Yeah. Right on, right? Okay. Whose story is it today? Well, it's my story. It's my history. It's not specific to a situation. Because for me, the lack of joy was a lifetime. So I realized this, I don't even know how many years ago, probably about, God, what year are we in? Okay, so probably about five or six years ago, I recognized that I had no fucking clue as to what joy was or happiness was truly anything I had ever experienced in my life. I think I just was going along with like this kind of weird numbness most of my life. So everything I ever thought what you know when it came to joy or happiness was like in the future it was never in the moment i had no concept there was always pain in the moment that i was trying to escape okay so when i got married for example i thought things would get better and someday i would look at you know i i would look at my relationship with him as like some kind of fucking movie you know, like a movie ending or, or not even just the movie ending, but the connection like the people had in the movie. And I would think, God, why don't we have that? Oh, maybe someday we'll have that. Maybe if I work harder at this relationship, not necessarily emotionally, by the way, but you know, all the ways that I thought you were supposed to, you know, let's clean the house and let's do that kind of bullshit, you know? If someone had said to me, oh, you should have an emotional connection, I wouldn't have known what the hell that was, okay? I <laughs> mean, seriously. So anyways, my joy was always in the future. My happiness was always in the future, like some rainbow day that never came. So every attached relationship I had, my joy was pfft, not there, right? It was going to be somehow things were going to magically work out and I would have all these magical scenarios in my head about how that magic would happen, right? That somehow the relationship would just finally be what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Or I would be, you know, like I was using in the example about how I would somehow have a better relationship with somebody else and flaunt that to this old attached person. But that's not true because I'm in a great relationship right now. Not to break up my story here, folks, but I'm in a great relationship right now and I don't feel that way at all. You know, like I want to go flaunt something to rub it in someone's face that absolutely doesn't provide me joy. It doesn't provide me anything. So, but, but back then, of course, these are the things I thought. I thought there was joy in that. So I had no idea when I was in that last shitty attached relationship 
what joy was at all. So when I got out of that relationship and even a little bit before, I guess I got out of that relationship, I guess so, yeah, before I got out of that relationship, I, I actually started focusing on what the fuck is joy? You know, what is that in my life? And it meant doing things that I'd been afraid to do. Like I did start painting. That was one thing I did start doing, actually. You know, I started painting because I always wanted to. I took a sculpture class and, and I was in this relationship at that time. And even though my focus was all fucked up and I was anxious all the time, you know, when I would start painting, I would get less anxious. And even in sculpting, I would. But going to like my sculpting class and coming back, I would be full of anxiety because you know, I was just always on the teeter-totter with that relationship. And anyways, so so the point is that I, I started to discover it in small ways. And I'm not saying everybody's going to have an art and craft, but for me, it was that. And, you know, it was also noticing that I had to do things I'd been afraid to do. So it meant joining things. And I can be kind of a loner and kind of an introvert at times. And I joined a hiking club and I loved going hiking and I would love love getting to the peak. It was an amazing experience. That was pure fucking joy. And I have a fear of heights. So imagine that, right? So the other flip side of that was though, for me, I still had a lot to learn about joy because I started using it as a form of escape and realized that I had no joy in other parts of my life. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff, right? So I needed balance. I knew that. And so my balance was finding joy and keeping my world small. And that didn't work either, you know, because I had a pretty comfortable life uh, for a while in terms of my happiness. I date and stuff, but I wasn't in a relationship, but I felt like I had a really good, joyous life. And I look back now and I see how I, by keeping things small, I had a sort of concept of that. But in actuality, I wasn't being fully open and I wasn't being fully engaged. So how could I be fully in joy? I wasn't. So... For me, it became about the simple art of communicating could bring me joy, but it took me a long time to get there because all of my communication in the past was fucking manipulative to try and get a certain ending with someone. And so it was always the joyful fantasy that never freaking happened. I don't know how many of you guys live in joyful fantasies, but I sure as hell did. I didn't live in joy in my life. So really my entire life up till a few years ago was based in some form of not being in pain meaning I was going to somehow be in joy at some point. So I had no idea that I would constantly be looking for problems. I had no idea that I was finding things to worry about. I was avoiding things. I mean, you name it, all the things that robbed me of joy. And I've been doing it since I was a kid, so I didn't know any better. And it was one of the more difficult things for me to do was to allow myself to feel joy and be in the moment, even if things were shit. To learn how to be in a place to have joy was a big move for me. So really, I kept looking for dysfunction to change based on outside circumstances. And it was when I look back at my limited idea of all of this and what I thought could possibly happen in a dysfunctional relationship that somehow it was going to be my joy. You know, I never did pick people that were total assholes in the sense that, oh my God, that's an asshole. They were actually really nice people, but they were just as fucked up as I was when it came to the emotional unavailability department. We matched. And honestly, I, I also picked people who had depression issues or anxiety. They always had some issue. 
So I didn't pick people who were full of joy either. So it wasn't like there was a reflection of joy going around in any of these relationships. So it was all really miserable and it was a really sad way to live because what you don't know, you don't know. And you think that the way you're living is okay when you're numb and that that's some kind of joy and it's not. So that's how I felt. And what was my happy ending? Welp, I've come far in the journey as we all know and not that I'm done with the journey. Trust me, I am not. So after I'd left, you know, the relationship, there were a lot of circumstances that I thought were fun that weren't like certain friendships. And I realized they depleted me and didn't bring me joy, but I didn't know how to communicate that or I tried to, but then there was no communication. And so I had to let a lot of things go to have joy because I didn't feel like working so hard to have sort of kind of like a numbness or some kind of weird satisfaction. But when I had a lack of connection to things, I thought, I don't need to do this to myself anymore. So I have more joy now than ever because I allow myself it. I have broken through the obstacles that kept me in this fucked up place of no joy. And it's something I'm still working on because I have a propensity to find a pattern, you know, that's been hidden that would steal my joy which I'll probably be doing a podcast on, I'm sure, at some point. Um, but I, I had this huge ordeal with myself about always being punished, like I deserve to be punished. So that was one of the biggest things I had to work through and still at times have to work through is that I don't have to be punished or go through, you know, the race running backwards to have joy. I can have joy right now because I decide to. You can decide it. So call to action again, take the time to be curious about why you're attached and what you're attached to. Recognize what you perceive as joy and ask yourself what is what it really is in disguise. So why is this important? Joy is a basic human need. Why would you want to live a joyless, shitty ass, anxious existence? Why? It's your one and only life. So you might be thinking, yeah, well, hey, guess what, Trace? I'm stuck in this fucked up relationship. What am I supposed to do? I keep thinking of ways out and I can't seem to leave. Well, you can leave or stay, but that doesn't have shit to do with feeling joy. You can have joy still every day by getting in reality and stop living in a fantasy of a time that's never going to come. Okay? Because, why? You deserve happiness. And when you start feeling it inside, the outside's going to freaking change. So I got five little tips for y'all. Do not fixate on others and expect them, excuse me, do not fixate on others and expect things to change. If you fixate, get focused on what is actually happening, not what you expect or dream of. Two, notice your thoughts. What are they doing? Besides being focused on your attachment, what are they? Negative or positive? Are you the hero or the victim? Are you being punished or rewarded? Get to know what the tone is to your thinking. Three, see if when you focus on the person and notice the tone, if you're resisting those thoughts. Are you pissed you are having them? Or are you surrendering and saying it okay to what your head is focused on? Just surrender. Seriously, surrender. Four, when you surrender, you may notice everything eases up. Now is a good time to focus on your heart. What is in there? If you feel nothing, keep trying till you connect. Five, when you connect to your heart, feel what is there and what it guides you to observe or be with. Be there and be present. 
This is the beginning of joy. Even if you can do it for a moment, fucking do it. Okay, call to action one more time. Take the time to be curious about why you're attached and what you're attached to. Recognize what you perceive as joy and ask yourself what it really is in disguise. You have a universal right. You have the right to be with joy. Even if the world says no or your head says no, you can still choose to find it inside of you and bring it out. Got no related podcasts because there's no research being done. But hey, guess what? In a couple more podcasts, we'll be able to do that again because my marketing person will be back in the country. Yay! And she helps me to do that research. She is awesome. All right. So thank you for listening, of course. Podcast at tracycrossley.com if you have any questions about this podcast. And if you want any questions answered, go to me, whatever. Uh, wait a minute, go to me, whatever. <laughs> you can check me out at Facebook Live and I'll answer questions there. And that is every Thursday at noon Pacific Standard Time. If you want weekly email reminders about the podcast, go to tracycrossley.com slash podcast to sign up. You can find me on social media all over the place. Just pop my name in. And if you want to get any little goodies, sign up for my big emailing list and you will get little gifties uh, throughout the year. Uh, we recently had the whole four agreements thing. That was a lot of fun. I got a lot of feedback. People really enjoyed that. And uh, when it's your birthday, you get a little gift too. So that is the cool part. Anyways, folks, thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye questions about today's show, reach out to Tracy at info at tracycrossley.com. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave a five-star rating for the show so it can be heard by more people. For all things Tracy, check out tracycrossley.com. <laughs>